Hello, listeners. Welcome to the last episode of The Escort Deconstructed. Pains me to go dark, but the model I created this passion project under isn't sustainable. If it has a resurgence next year, it will look a little different. So today we've got quite a deviation from the norm. I don't want to give too much away. I'd prefer to let her tell her story. Kate is a woman in her mid-30s who wrote an email to me entitled, I am a spouse that found out, and I found it to be a suitable title for this episode. I couldn't think of a better way to honor her story than to let her share it with all of you. You'll hear me laughing or giggling at some parts, and it's because I'm a firm believer that we have to laugh through the pain in life. If we take life seriously and don't allow any room for humor or fun, we'll never make it out alive. Life's a tough experience to get through, so I say insert humor wherever you can. Here it is. There's a lot of people who are trying things that they've never tried before. Sex! Why do you think people don't see it as work? I don't know. I think it's just too much stigma. What do you mean we can't just go tell people? The vast uh, complexity of human sexuality. The escort. Deconstructed. All right. Thank you for being here today, Kate. Um... I know we did this once before. I'll just put that out there. And I really messed up being in this new house. Uh, Somehow my microphone was picking up radio signals. And so we had to redo it over again. But now I get to meet you in person. So it's even better. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess the I haven't given it away in the intro. Um, So I mean, the the title of it gives it away. But we will we will let you tell your story as you please. From wherever the beginning is, it's like impossible to find the beginning, but Mm -hmm. the beginning to you, (laughs) that seems right. Um, Well, I just have to say that it is truly an honor and a privilege to be sitting here and chatting with you. Oh my God, a privilege. (laughs) You know it's canceled, right? (laughs) Still. (laughs) Canceled. Well, I'm just tired, you guys. Maybe I'll do it again next year, but yeah. Yeah. You know what? Being the last episode is pretty cool. I agree. It's... You're the finale. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a great finale. Uh, Well, as you guys all know, I am a spouse that found out. Or rather, I am a widow that found out. Um, I know that this is a rare opportunity. And not many women in my position would be so inclined to participate. So I just want to thank you for allowing me in this space. Of course. I was thrilled. Um... And if sharing my story can potentially help others, I'm all in. Well, to give you guys a backstory of my relationship, simply put, it felt like magic. It's, it's so corny of me to say, but that's what it felt like. Uh, we just couldn't believe that we found each other. Our connection was instant, and he became my favorite person on this earth. Um, I just love talking about us and sharing our stories. Well, as with most relationships, it's it wasn't perfect, but when it's right, it's generally easy. So naturally, uh, we were open to talk about almost anything. Um, I'm a bit of a tomboy, so I didn't shy away from talking about dick, tits, and ass. <laughs> um, we were both comfortable talking about sex and porn, and so he didn't really have to hide that. Um, in fact, I had asked him to share a small collection with me. Like a mixtape, so to speak. Oh my god, a mixtape <laughs> of porn. I love it. I still have it somewhere. I just have to look for it. <laughs> ah! 
So as the years progressed, he eventually became comfortable enough to ask if I would be interested in hiring an escort for a threesome. Love it. <laughs> it was a pretty cool idea at first, but um, my initial reaction was, oh my god, I'm so insecure about my body. I think that <laughs> escorts are super insecure about their bodies, too, to be fair. And we think the same thing when meeting a couple for a duo. We're like, oh my god, this woman's gorgeous. Is she looking at my areola? Like, does she think I'm too fat? Like, yeah. I mean... We're we're all in the same boat, I swear to God. Wait, so when you say you want to hire an escort, did you mean another woman? Um, well, that's what he was referring to. So um, I kind of leveled out the playing field a little bit because, I don't know, it wasn't fair that he gets to enjoy his type of fantasy and I can't have mine. So if he gets to have two girls, why can't I have two guys? Oh, God, I love that. Ah, oh, men are so closed off to sexual experiences. You guys, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make you gay. And what is wrong with being gay? I'm like, maybe I have a dick. Who cares? <laughs> like, enjoy yourself. Try things out. Yeah, sorry. Basically, you guys were open with each other and had even talked about hiring escorts together and never quite got there and then you just never talked about it again the i mean obviously you no doubt talked about other like sexual fantasies and endeavors but it never really got to like the hiring and escort bit again yeah it just never it never got brought up again because he didn't like that he'd have to agree to something he didn't want to do and so he was like oh this is off the table talking to her about it because maybe i wanted my version or no way yeah maybe okay yeah I mean, I guess, I mean, it's not fair, but it makes sense. I always try to empathize with literally everyone's story. So, like, I don't know know what it's like to be inside a male's brain. I'll put that out there. My one friend pointed this out to me recently. They're like, do you understand what it's like to be a man and other men talk to me about this stuff? And I'm like, I really don't. I should look up literature like that because it must be a trip to be a man. I want to know as well. (laughs) It's a fucking (laughs) trip. So, I guess, how long ago did all this happen? How long after his passing did you find the correspondence? Well, my um, my initial findings happened several years ago. Um, I found out a few months after he had passed away. I was in the middle of consolidating his digital files from his computer, mm-hmm. and I decided to review his email account to tie up any loose ends. And so, you know, I was canceling subscription accounts or any accounts that contained um, banking information and so forth. And so when I was in his email, I noticed a folder called personal. Of course, I'm going to open that. He doesn't open the personal account. (laughs) Like, of course, you're going to look in there. Yeah. What's in there? If it's nothing, it's nothing. If it's, I don't know. Whatever. Even without opening it, I'm like, this is going to be juicy. Whatever it is, I can't wait to see So when I opened it, it was basically just digital receipts. There was really nothing much, you know, maybe like eBay, PayPal and stuff. Um, And then I came across an email with a girl's name that I didn't recognize. Um, And then it ended up being a email thread to set up a meeting. Um, They discussed a cost a time and a place um and him saying that he's been thinking about her a lot 
Oh, I'm sorry. Woman to woman, like, if I, if I, I'd feel, I'd feel terrible. Yeah. I don't think that. Oh, hate me all you want. I don't think that any of us as escorts think about how other women feel when they discover this. But oh God, you have to understand that we don't know all the time, and it's none of our business, and we're not seeking them out. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense, right? I mean, you can easily use the analogy that you can't blame the bartender for serving you a drink. I think they are liable, actually. (laughs) But yeah, I get what you mean. They're going to the bar. You can't get someone mad for going to the bar. Yeah. The men painted like we're saving their marriage by giving them this extra indulgence while they want to stay with their wives because they are the people they want to be with. And so that is the narrative we hear, and we don't get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, can I ask how long you've been with your, how long you were with your husband, or like when he decided to see this escort? Like, was it years into the marriage? Was it while you guys were dating? Was it? I don't know. See, the funny thing is, I didn't. I'm surprised I didn't catch this the first time around, maybe because it was just a fog of grief and um, I might have blacked it out from my memory. But when I had revisited this email, um, I noticed the date. It was uh, the same year we had gotten married. Hmm. Um, was it before the marriage? It was like a last hurrah? It was It was after. Okay. Yeah. Um, I dug a hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I've had enough time to process this. And so I find it, um, at this point, I find it a little easier to talk about it. Um, and it's not with, you know, my immediate friends or family. So it's even easier because. Right. right. Yeah. I won't judge you in any way. If anything, I'll empathize with you. Yeah. <laughs> More than a normal person would. <sighs> I guess what were your immediate thoughts upon finding this correspondence I was I was in shock um I remember being frozen I couldn't breathe and yeah I don't know I mean maybe he did just want one last hurrah that was the only way that I could rationalize it I've tried looking her up um, at the time, um, I couldn't find anything, but I just wanted to know why her, what she looked like, etc. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, I would do the same thing. Did it, did you think it was, did you consider it to be a relationship, you, you know, instead of, I guess, the comparison would be like a one-night stand? No, um, I understood it as it being a transactional thing. Um... But then the finding that he was thinking about her and missed her. Yeah, that, that really stung. That would have been a gut punch to me. I mean, to me, if he wanted to be with that woman, he would have married her and been with her. Exactly. It's a fantasy life. Yeah. And um, at the same time, if he didn't want to be with me, why am I going to fight for someone who won't fight for me? Do you think he didn't fight for you? I... No, I think this is... See, this is where there's, like, this... 
men seeking out these services is just so bizarre because it's not what we've been conditioned to learn and to know um, how relationships should operate. And so it's like I have to think maybe it's a biological thing. Honestly, know? like right? having testosterone in your body must be like a hell of a drug. Like, yeah, how the fuck? I don't know. I can't empathize with what it's like to have a dick. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. I gave it away. I don't have a dick. Mm. Well, we do have a tiny one. We do have the right, clit. The little mini clit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going through their minds, but did you think it was a relationship? I didn't think it was a relationship. I, I knew it was a transactional thing and we were still very loving with each other. Did you tell any family or friends after you found this stuff? No, I told no one. Um, I had to deal with this on my own. Um, I didn't want any outsider opinions just because I know that I'm an open-minded person. And so if I can see it as him just seeking a, a service, of a sort, yeah. yes, I couldn't tarnish the memory he had left behind. Um, this I, mean, is, this I is get rough. it. People will judge him on this one act and not see it for what it is. And like, this person isn't there to stand up for themselves. And I, I don't know if it's unfair to say this, but I swear, if they weren't passed away and you found this stuff, you would naturally confront them about it. And I swear he would have made it all better. He would have explained why. No, I think his answer would be, I don't know. I think most definitely it would be, I don't know. And then in that case, that's when we would seek a therapist to kind of mediate um, any disconnect that we've had. That's fair. Yeah. I have questions written down, but like my mind goes to numerous different places. I guess we'll keep it in the order it is. Uh, what led to the... Because you said this was a few years ago. What led to the recent revisiting of this? Because, I mean, you're here in my living room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there were a few online accounts that I needed to close. Um, It was nothing big. It was really just newsletters and tying up his... Like, why am I getting men's health enough? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did have his email forward to my email, and so it's like, okay, I'm going to cancel yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going to cancel that. Like, I'll do it one day. Yeah. I still get Walmart emails to this day, and it pisses me off. <laughs> um, so I just wanted things to be tidy and cleared. Um, I don't really know what urged me to look up that email again, because I already know that it existed. I already know what they discussed, but I just wanted to poke at it some more. And so reading it again felt like, I was reading it for the first time. Um, and it really hurt reading his anticipation and, and meeting her. Um, yeah, oof. And finding out that it wasn't a one-off, that he had seen her many times before. I, I don't know, just being stuck in quarantine, having to deal with this email definitely didn't, didn't help. I'm so sorry okay you know i try to like i said empathize with every party and i'm not trying to shame anybody but right now i'm very much on the womanhood vibe and i would not handle it well 
I'd handle it. I wouldn't do it well. Mm-hmm. So, um, dealing with this has been a pretty lonely journey. You know, with the exception of having an open-minded therapist to help guide me. Um, I mean, to this day, I still haven't disclosed to any family or friends. Ugh, telling them that was like inviting them to give their opinion and then kind of bring it up at future occasions whenever they please. Like, this is why I'm so secretive and keep so many things to myself because it's no one else's business. I don't want other people's opinions. And maybe it's the same with you. It's kind of like, this is just for me. Mm-hmm. If one day someone comes out of accepting of whatever topic, it'd be great to talk about it, but I'm not ready to subject myself to that at this time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And, you know, and just looking at how I deal with the situation, it's a clear representation of who I am and what my boundaries are. And so in dealing with this, I had to do homework. Um, I had to keep in mind that when all of this was happening, this was before I found your podcast. So it didn't even occur to me that there would be a podcast on this topic. And it gave me exactly what I was looking for. Um, it's such a secret world, you know, not a lot of people... Are, you know, as as a female, would be engaging in websites like this. Yeah, we don't look up this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, so I have no clue on how any of this stuff works. I was lucky enough to even just have her name to look up. Yeah. And it turns out, when I looked her up this year, she was working again. And I guess she took a break, which is why I couldn't find her before. I mean, it's super rare for people to come back with the same name, too, so that's a stroke of luck. Usually people rebrand with a new name, so, like, the fact that she came back after a break with the same name, Mm -hmm. like, it's pretty rare. Interesting. Um, Yeah, it's just just funny how the universe works, right? It worked out well this time. (laughs) In part. Sorry. (laughs) And so I found her post, which had a description of who she was, the type of services she provided, and her website. And so, this being such a floodgate of information, um, I love doing research. I love digging, clearly. I was completely sucked in, and I ended up having 50 tabs to review. I served on Twitter. I stalked some providers. I explored their services. Yeah. You know? Learning um, about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, admired, I admired your photos mm, <laughs> and the photos you. of many others. It was like... It was like learning a new language. It's all in English, but I didn't understand. I didn't know what GFE was and what that experience looked like. I mean, I don't know if I do to this day. (laughs) So did you end up reaching out to that escort once you revisited it and actually found her profile existed again? Um, Yeah, overall, I was pretty impressed with the presentation of her business i didn't realize that something like this looked so beautiful Mm. um and when i learned that gfe was about creating connections um it was that notion that made me want to reach out to her um i thought it was crazy to do so but i am definitely learning to just take more shots in life no downside really she says go away the end i (laughs) would do it too yeah Yeah. and if that's what she says and whatever yeah but i just wanted to gain some insight 
And how did that go over? What did she say back? Well, honestly, I didn't, um, I didn't expect her to reply back at all. I like your low expectations. I do the same thing. Um, and when she did, I was met with kindness and I immediately cried after getting her email. It, it made it more real. Um, this is really something that happened and I was kind of sad that I had to go through this alone. Um, I didn't have a friend to hold my hand through it. And even though it was a tough time, I, I really needed to figure it out on my own. Uh, what did she answer back? Did she... Uh, such a tough spot to be put in as an escort. I've been in that situation, I guess, twice before. Um, of spouses finding their husband's correspondence with me. Um, I don't know. All I do is empathize with the woman, naturally. <laughs> did she? Did what she say go over well? Was she professional? Was there potentially a right way to handle this, do you think, from her point of view? I don't think that there's a wrong way to answer. Oh, there's definitely a wrong way to answer. (laughs) He's mine. Get away from him. (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd be one example of the wrong way. Well, I think that the way she responded uh, worked really well for me. It It was professional. It was kind. She outlined her concerns and try to be helpful in providing some statistics and then showed me compassion by suggesting that I not blame myself and to not see my husband as a bad guy. I would second that. Um, And at the same time, she didn't confirm or deny having my husband as her client, which made perfect sense because she was maintaining the client confidentiality agreement. Um, she was protecting herself because I really could have been anyone. I could have been lying. I could have been a crazy right, ex. Right, that's or, a huge thing. We get people lying all the time with ulterior motives. Like, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Did you learn anything valuable from contacting the escort that sort of dismantled what you thought it was or confirmed precisely what your assumptions, thoughts were? Well, the thing is, I didn't because I really didn't expect her to reply back at all. And when I was met with such a well-written, um, like clear and concise email, it was, it was comforting in a weird way. No, I get it. You got more yeah. information that you were seeking for a long time, mm-hmm. and that's a comfort. Mm-hmm. I tried asking her a few more questions, and... She didn't reply back to me, which was fine. Um, and then I just, I dropped it. Because whatever she says, it's not going to change. It's not going to change anything. Um, no. The only thing I can really do is to accept it and to move forward from it. Find it's, a podcast about it. Yes. <laughs> Be on the podcast about it. <laughs> and it came in perfect timing. Uh, it's... I mean, it's not her responsibility to give me closure. Closure is what I have to discover for myself. Why come on here and share your story? 
And obviously I shall deduce from not being an idiot that you found my podcast off that all that research, which is cool. Twitter worked. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, why did you want to share your story? And why the change of heart? Not like you were, you know, against it in the first place, but explain that to me. Yeah, I was, I mean, I guess in a way I was indifferent about the industry. Um, yeah. Why this podcast? It, after listening to some episodes, it really, it taught me how to change. Like misconceptions uh, out there. Yes, absolutely. It definitely helped break down the stigmas that was embedded in me by whatever the media presented. And so hearing these women speak and 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 listening to their stories, I wanted to... It humanized them, essentially. Yes, yes. Um, so I wanted to, in a way, contribute and to kind of show my allyship that you know i don't hate these people and i'm just i'm all for women supporting women we already have to fight for so much well uh, i wrote this question down but now looking at it it looks fucking stupid do you consider what the ask about when you reached out what a shit eating question i should have phrased that way better no you know what when i (laughs) when i saw that i was like oh Okay, like yeah, these are people too. They have feelings other too. Side where I'm like, I never meant to do this to you. Do you know that? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I'm not married to you. I don't know you. I'm sorry. I would never have done this. <laughs> do you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, clients, I'm not shaming you. I get where you're coming from. It's like a vortex of I don't have the answers, everyone. We're all just doing our best. And I get why you see escorts and don't tell your partner. And I get why the partners are upset. They find out their husbands or wives been lying to them. I understand everyone's plight. And I'm just, I just want to like just curl up in a little ball and say, <laughs> I understand you guys. I don't have the answers. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> everyone love each other. That's it. That's all we can do, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really consider how the escort might have felt from me reaching out to her. Um, I just didn't want to scare her. Um, at the same time, I didn't think she would care because... She might not remember. Exactly, yeah. right? He could have just been any other guy. And I didn't really know the frequency of his visits, and I didn't know the time frame in between them. And so, I don't know, people deal with their own stuff too, and... I mean, I don't know if I'm hurting her feelings by reaching out or not, right? Because she, she's, she's still a woman after all, right? I think we make a liability policy in our minds of like, when this happens, inevitably, I shall do this. But obviously when it happens, you're like, I'm not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what's your take on the idea that uh, escorts are homewreckers? that's a common one given in normative society uh, do you think that's changed for you do you think that's accurate uh, what are your thoughts on all that well the thought of her being a homewrecker never crossed my mind okay it's it's not her fault that a married person decides to seek out these services you guys were in an exclusive relationship then as a, as a married couple? Yes. Okay. We were in a monogamous relationship. Okay. 
And yeah, I mean, you initiated the conversation and tried to see what they would want to hire an escort and saw how that went over. You know, it's it's such a it's such a trip. It's like who you are in a relationship is yourself, but there's also like the individual and you just being in a relationship means abiding by everything that makes that person happy, but you still have who you are, which is the basis of your entire life, and you're still just going to be who you are and then be you in a relationship, but you're still just going to be who you are and have needs that need to be met, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be part of your relationship because that's a different part of you, and I, there's just so much going on there. There's you in a relationship. There's the individual. There's It's hard, it's hard to fault one aspect and not the other. I think living your entire life by someone else's idea of what's proper for you will cause resentment and hate and that's not fair because people get married all the time and love each other deeply and want to be there for the other person but you inevitably will end up doing things for selfish reasons because you're still just a person Mm -hmm. and it's about trying to make it okay to talk about that despite the centuries of it not being acceptable to be yourself in that capacity life happens and then you reconcile with it after but i love the thought process that you look at what someone did which was maybe rob a bank and you're like i could never rob a bank how could they possibly do that so the thought process is well instead of you know, let's focus group half of them you're like this person robbed a bank what do you think that's terrible <laughs> i don't know why they do that other half of the group you're like so your kid was just diagnosed with leukemia mm-hmm. and you lost your job and they could get this life-saving procedure done if you could just make this much money. And you're like, oh, my God. And then other things happen, trials and tribulations. It's like, would you do this step? Okay. Well, would you meet this guy? Okay, let's just meet a guy. Well, this guy said to just drop this off there. Would you drop that off? Okay, I'll drop it off there. And then it somehow gets to the point where you're robbing a bank. And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I would do that step. Yeah, I would do that step. Yeah, I would do that step. Mm-hmm. And you end up at this result with none of the gray area and context involved. And you're just like why would this person do this but i swear to god if you saw the logic leading up to it you'd be like oh you know what maybe i would do that too is that fucked up <laughs> too no. much yeah no. shut up it makes no i you know what? it makes perfect sense it's a snowball effect right <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry i don't know if this is any of this is appropriate also me laughing life if you can't make a joke about the bad things that happen to you like you're not gonna make it through you mm-hmm. got to find fun in life and you got to be able to joke about it or like life life is a hard school to be part of you're not gonna make it through the school of living and being alive if you can't joke about it mm-hmm, absolutely so yeah everyone just start laughing this is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can't control the events of our life amen we just have to learn to to deal do you think that you would have preferred that he told you about all this while it was happening? Would you have made it, obviously, this being done, obviously, your answer might not, your answer may be biased without you even knowing it, but do you think you would have permitted it if he came clean one day? Do you think it would have been a relationship breaker? Um, yeah. I mean, if he, if he came forward and told me, it it wouldn't have ended the relationship and I really mean that um if he had communicated to me that he's been thinking of doing this then at least I and we can have an opportunity to discuss it 
um, I mean, like it was once mentioned before, right? And because mm-hmm. I wasn't appalled right away, it's it should have already been a great indicator that I can be open about it. I would imagine us seeking couples therapy, and then maybe, I mean, I guess ideally we can come to an understanding and maybe set an allowance for these type of indulgences. Oh my God, yeah, that too. I was. What was that like, seeing that he was spending money on himself and not on both of you? Was that, that a thing? Yeah, that actually upset me the most. Just knowing what these rates are. Yeah. And then hearing, well, not hearing, or reading that he's seen her many times before. Like, I don't really know. I don't even know how many times that really was. And I just think it was an irresponsible way of spending, especially at such a young age. Yeah, I get you. Right. Um, but it was just also for him and not for both of you, actually, Kat. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could have gotten more vacations together, right? I don't know. God, all the things I've never thought about. And I don't mind sitting in the discomfort of this type of information. I mean, to deal with things that make you feel uncomfortable is really room for growth. Yeah. And to mature and to to grow together as a couple. Well, you sound very mature. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to podcasts. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you think he admitted telling you? Do you think it was mainly about the finances or that you would disapprove? No, I think he definitely thought that I, it would have been over. Yeah. Um, I have voiced... I guess, not this type of situation, but I've had mentioned that if he were to ever cheat on me, that it would just have been like a done deal. It would Is that over. cheating to you? Is cheating, does cheating mean any kind of intimacy or does it mean a relationship? Like, what does it mean to you? It changes on every, with every person. Yes, it definitely does, right? Because there's emotional cheating, just yeah. physical cheating. Um, if he were to still be here, I would ask him what he considers cheating. Right? Because it has to be equal. Do you think that your views on relationship and monogamy have changed at all over all this experience? Well, um, honestly, this kind of fucked me up. Because. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I still don't have the answers, though. There is no answer. Like, I swear to God, my opinion changes every month. Yeah. I I don't know. You shouldn't be sorry. It's, it's really, I mean, it changed. I'm sure it would change for me, too. Uh, I mean, I'd like to still believe in monogamy, but now I don't even know. I feel like I've put up so ma- I've put up so many walls after his death. That's to be expected. I have decided, in my wisdom of never being married, um, that emotional monogamy is a thing. And and I mean, we have to also look at the evolutions of relationships, right? And yeah. intimacy. So it's like it was always marriage before sex now we have because women would get pregnant because they didn't have birth control yeah so you couldn't because you would literally have a baby with a stranger right and then now people have casual sex all the time right it's hey ideas <laughs> okay but also condoms obviously i'm talking about my personal life <laughs> well do you have any advice for all the married people listening whose wives don't know about their involvement in this industry um they're obviously going to be like 
listening to this episode i know i say this in the future i know you're listening right now but i know a lot of them are no doubt feeling guilt um that they have to lie to their partners they probably do not want to be lying to their wives but they know or think it would be a deal breaker to share that with them um not like i want you to help alleviate their guilt but just what what would you say to all the men listening right now that are lying to their wives um yeah i don't know anything to be honest i don't really i don't really know how to answer this question because i'm still torn between wanting to know and not knowing um definitely is easier not knowing but i just feel that i don't have the right insight to contribute to this question you think not knowing is better because once you know it won't have erased any of it it won't have changed you know in men seeing escorts it might have made them better at home you know because they weren't Mm -hmm. expecting more of their wives Mm -hmm. and so it might have made them a better person and they knew that which is why they sought this form of therapy or self-care in the first place and never told anyone Mm -hmm. men keep a lot of emotional things to themselves right um uh, and i understand that right if like for example if they recently had a baby and yeah. the wife is constantly with the baby and she's tired and she has he no fucking energy better be taking the shifts too though yeah sorry <laughs> shove that in there <laughs> don't you think she's tired sorry i don't know what my problem is. <laughs> yeah um i'm very curious though because i know men don't really share a lot of their feelings in the relationship right they're always very stoic do you know why do you know why the person we talked about i was dating before told me that they thought being vulnerable was a sign of weakness and like are Mm -hmm. we in the 1960s are you serious that is psychopath behavior to me vulnerability is sexy lying and not disclosing how you feel and assuming the other person's gonna magically know and be able to cater to that i mean are you serious Mm-hmm. make it easier for everyone let's let's get along the progression scale do you know how efficient people can be if they actually just say how they feel deal with it move on to the next yeah like, what is the game of pretending you're not hurt and then dancing around wasting a year on who even knows what like, just talk about it done next right you know what makes you look weak is being scared to be honest mm-hmm. just get it out mm-hmm. deal with it mm-hmm. Ugh. so you contacted me. You're in my living room. <laughs> Did you hope to accomplish something by sharing your story? I think a few of the friends I told that I was doing this interview that are also escorts are like, you should have a therapist on the line. I'm like, if she wanted to go to a therapist, she'd go to a therapist. She wanted, I suppose, to share her story with people that would understand. Yeah. I mean, life is short. And... People don't really give too much thought until they've witnessed it. And my husband is a prime example of this. Um, I'm just really glad that he was able to indulge and really enjoy the life that he had. He didn't deny what he felt he needed, and I should be happy for that. Um, Relationships are tricky. I I think it's really just a matter of learning to move forward together with compassion in order for it to be successful right it's 
I don't know, maybe me sharing my story can help prevent an escalation of an issue in someone's relationship or just to teach patience and trying to understand your partner and to grow together. Well, I know I deleted the podcast website uh, and Twitter, but it's still linked on my website. Uh, so if someone really wants to talk to another spouse that's been there, you can email me and I will ask Kate over here um, what email works for her and you can get in touch with her if you'd like. I think you said that you'd be happy to talk to other people in the same situation. Yes, I'll be happy to. I'll... Uh I mean, I'm not a professional. I'm not no, a professional therapist. Like, but it's kind of like yeah. AA, but this is what I said about people dating escorts. That's like a different kind of like group of people just in the same situation. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You just want to talk to people that's been in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Especially in this industry. It's impossible to find people with the same experience like this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more than happy to help and to chat. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> also, you shared something with me we forgot to address that you think you're going to yeah oh my god i'm so excited (sighs) you know it's i feel like i'm going through did you make the booking did you no i've no i've okay stalking thus far i've i've tried looking it's really hard for male escorts for women yeah it's not that easy um i think most men realize there isn't a huge market she's just gonna go on tinder and work it out i know right because it's so easy for girls to just be like okay yes <laughs> basically put my hand up that's yeah. it, that's it. <laughs> um yeah i just feel like i'm going through some sort of sexual renaissance i, I need to i need to do Power this for myself to you i'm so fucking proud <laughs> thank you you only have one life on that sexuality explore it yes yes okay. i'm you know i'm i'm curious about poly um even bi curious it might be the worst <laughs> time ever to go to the sex oh, clubs yeah. but once that <laughs> resumes okay. oasis oasis all right yeah they have a pool a hot tub three different floors couples nights single nights walk around naked yeah that sounds like fun obviously that is a covid nightmare so we'll see when that resumes yeah (laughs) maybe next year (laughs) but i'm just i want to see what else life has to offer that it's not the path of wanting a nuclear family i love the open-mindedness and i hate that that is a dirty vulgar word how that is oh, not like, a dirty word yeah no in theory it's not but in reality you say you're open-minded it means you're like down for some dirty shit <laughs> they've like reclaimed it okay open-minded willing to do anything, anything. <laughs> basically it's like can i just actually be open-minded yeah how <laughs> you be like yeah i'm down to get like three dicks in me at once and like have a video taped on the sidewalk like can't it just mean that i'm open-minded <laughs> that's fine too but like i don't want to have to mm-hmm. um <laughs> do you think you'll tell people in the future about what transgressed with your ex I just, do you call it an ex-husband widowed husband late late, late husband, late husband. Yeah. sorry and what you're doing now do you think you'll start to tell people um um 
now that you've found this portal that if anyone has fan mail too just tell me i'll send it to her because as you know she's an isolated little chicken and she needs chicken sorry i call people hens and chickens it's not like a you're a chicken it's a it's a term of endearment oh okay i'm a weird person so. i've never heard of this before <laughs> i think it's from living in scotland i think they say hen and then i'm like why not chicken <laughs> um yeah just so send me the fan mail and i shall forward it to her but yeah do you think you'll tell people in the future um i guess with just select friends because um my sex life is really just my business it's not going to be not badass well yeah Yeah. it is your business but when you're like oh my god can you believe what i just did like i can't wait with information like that sometimes i just want to share with people yes yes i do have a few friends of mine that i'll love to share this with (laughs) in due time yeah i'm glad we've got that there I was going to ask what your favorite book is, which I didn't ask last time, but... Oh, I don't have one. I've only just... <laughs> All right, then. No, I've only just started question. reading books. I, I, I never used to read. That doesn't matter. Your year. admission of it really makes me like you. <laughs> but, um, oh, one of the books that really helped me was um, a book by Estelle Perel. Oh, my fuck. I love her. Esther. Yeah. Esther. She's, she's a amazing. woman. Her story is phenomenal. There is... Okay, so her book is called um, The State of Affairs. Yes, The State of Affairs. She's a podcast now, too. Yeah, she has her own. And she's been uh, a guest on many other podcasts. Yeah, I heard her on Tim Ferriss the first time I heard about her like three or four years ago. And she Mm -hmm. told her story of growing up in Nazi Germany. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. She was... uh, She's a relationship She's an only coach, child. a yeah. Belgian psychotherapist of Polish-Jewish descent. Uh, as explored the tension between the need for security and the need for freedom in human relationships. She's 62. Oh my god, she, she sounds about 82. I love her, but I thought for <laughs> sure she was in her 80s. Wow. She looks great for her age. She looks great. I yeah. had no idea what she looked like. <laughs> I just heard her voice. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Pictured like a babushka. A <laughs> oh, babushka. <laughs> I mean, wait, is that the um, scarf for the person? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. My ignorance. Um, so, yeah, this reading, well, not reading, but uh, listening to it on uh, Audible, um, it was basically couples therapy for me when I couldn't really... I. Uh, she literally marks it like that, though. So she found the right source. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, my husband's not here to console me or comfort me. Um, and so listening to her book was my only, I guess, a representation of maybe his point of view. If anyone's interested, there is a great video clip on YouTube with her and Chris Cuomo. You should definitely check that out. Ah, weird. I very much advocate for her. I absolutely love her. I guess just thank you so much for being here. Thank you. All right. <laughs> okay, we're going to have some wine. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I forgot to record my closing remarks, and Sienna has been so kind to help me add it to the end of the episode. I just want to say that doing this podcast has been a pivotal moment for me. I'm no longer the same person I was when I was with my husband, and I'm still trying to figure out who that is exactly. I'm learning to get out of my comfort zone and to try to do things that scare me. I encourage everyone to do the same. 
and focus on the things that brings you joy. Being on this podcast and sharing a vulnerable story does that for me, even if it fills me with maximum anxiety. If you're in a relationship, maybe try something new. I missed my opportunity, and I'm sure Sienna's Twitter following is a great place to start. To all the ESPYs, I just want to say you ladies are so inspirational. The way you are empowered by your sexuality, I absolutely love it. Y'all are fierce. And finally, to the escort that reached out, I want you to know that I have no hard feelings towards you. I should actually thank you. If my assumptions are correct, my husband learned something from his encounter, making our last intimate moment together a memorable one. And knowing your name, it led me to this wonderful podcast, which has served as a form of closure on the matter. It has come full circle, and I can finally move on. So, I'm going to spend this time to focus on myself and my personal development, to learn to feel whole without a partner. Life is short, everyone, so have fun with it. Cheers. Thank you, Kate, and a big thank you to everyone that has taken time out of their day to listen to this podcast over the past year. You are all the real MVPs for seeking out information to educate yourselves. Be sure to stay curious and question everything you read and hear, especially nowadays. Fear is ignorance and knowledge is power.